we're talking about coughs, kennel or whooping cough. The Pet Health and Happiness Podcast from Bella and Duke, keeping you at the cutting edge of pet nutrition, behavior and health with expert interviews, mythbusters, and more to ensure your pet lives a long, happy, healthy life. Dr. Brendan, welcome. Hi, thanks, Rowan. Now, first of all, which is which? Kennel or okay, whooping so, cough? Look, I'm talking about this because there's a bit of a cough alert at the moment, okay? Not because of COVID. This is summertime. It's common that people are either um, usually going on holiday. So um, outside of this time, they've usually given their dogs uh, a kennel cough vaccine and they've put them into kennels and off they go and they enjoy the holiday and they come back. But right now, this year, there's been a lot of coughs going around because people are out there walking. They're joining in with other dogs. Um, you know, dogs are not social distancing. So the dogs are enjoying themselves on the parks. Uh, they're mixing a lot. Um, and we're seeing a lot of coughs. And people are getting confused as to whether this is because they've not vaccinated or whether this is um, truly whooping cough, which is Bordetella, which we have known as kennel cough. However, there is a difference. And we need to understand that there are about, there's the kennel cough syndrome, which is a cough in dogs. And that is constituent of about 20 different bacteria and viruses that can cause coughs. However, the really nasty one, which is Bordetella, we know in, in our children as whooping cough. Okay, and a border teller in puppies will similarly cause that debilitating cough that can last for months, um, can be really, really severe and go into uh, further complications uh, with um, even pneumonia. And it's really important that we differentiate that one which we vaccinate for in certain circumstances with that intranasal drops. Um, okay. To the others which may only last three to seven days and certainly don't need antibiotics and just need a little bit of care and attention and soothing and your dogs will get over it. Okay, so how do we tell the difference then, Brendan? Okay, so as soon as your dog, firstly, you know, have they been in touch with other dogs which have maybe been coughing? Are they social dogs that have been around? And if you're really concerned, Primarily, get them down to the vets and get them checked out. But don't be surprised if you get sent away without antibiotics. Okay. With a kennel cough, a border teller, what we do tend to see is rather than just a <clears throat> sort of cough, is that it will be constant. They really are, they start to cough and they just cannot stop. So they, they almost go into a fit of coughing. Um, and this will go on for not just a couple of minutes, but for hours sometimes. Of They are just almost inconsolable with the cough. They may get discharged from the eyes and nose. Um, uh, and those are the things where you need to be making sure that when you ring your vets, that you are asked to be seen away from when other dogs are necessarily in the practice. So maybe at the end of the surgery or, you know, uh, right at the beginning when there's not many people coming into the surgery that you can be seen in isolation 
and then your dog, you know, everything cleaned down before the rest of the dogs come. Okay. Okay. Now we need to differentiate this because, you know, for those that we do see, and they may have, you know, a moderate temperature, maybe not even a, a fever, and they just have this irritating cough that keeps coming, but isn't constant. We can take swabs to differentiate it. But to be honest, most of them, if you give honey something to soothe the throat, because they can still get a sore throat with any of these coughs, um, and you give something just to support their immune system. Um, so, you know, some people will even give the echinacea that we use because you can just use a few drops in their drinking water. Um, uh, you know, some of these natural options to help soothe them and support their immune systems, then they will readily get over these coughs within three to seven days. Um, well, seven days is usually without any support. Three days with a bit of support, they'll be through it and you know out the other side. And if you are there, you're pretty reassured that this is not Bordetella, okay? Not whooping cough. This may be considered as a cough in dogs, so some people will still refer to it as kennel cough, but it is just a cough that they will get over. You should really keep your dog away from other dogs until you know that they are no longer exhibiting symptoms. So we say to most owners, that is five days from the last time you heard your dog cough, because the number of times the owners are out when their dog's coughing, um, or they're asleep when their dog's coughing. So therefore we say five days from the, when the owner last heard the dog cough is a safe margin before they start going back out to the dog walkers, going into kennels, going to socialize on the park. Okay. So Brendan, just let's gently recap on this. So we've gone through what kennel cough is, what it's often referred to, what it's not, how you can differentiate, what are the treatment options and two things which you can give to your dog if it's not the more serious border teller just to help soothe its throat and support its immune system which was honey and echinacea before we move on can you kindly explain to us how would you give your dog honey and what kind of dose would you recommend around echinacea uh how would somebody work that out for instance before putting it into the dog's drinking water so the simple thing for the honey is <clears throat> dip a spoon or one of those little honey sticks into the honey and you literally hold it out for your dog to lick, okay? Um, they, they will, uh, if you want to be clean about it, hold it over a dish while your dog licks it, um, but <clears throat> they will lick that off very readily without you having to worry about it. And it's really hard to really get too far with honey um, you know, for a little dog, they will take as much as they can. Um, Labrador, just don't lose the spoon as you uh, are holding it out. Um, but, the, you know, that's just enough to allow them to swallow and create saliva and moisten and soothe the throat. Really okay. useful before you feed them. Um, because, again, if they feel that their throat is no longer dry and spiky and sore, then they're more likely to take their food. 
And just to reassure anybody who's then saying, my goodness, that's not raw meat. That's not, that's not carnivore. Uh, honey, yes, is very high in sugars. The sugars in honey act very differently to white or brown sugar or processed carbohydrates. And it is a natural antimicrobial. So it will help your dog's immune system. Uh, you can't overdose on it. But obviously, show caution, your dog will naturally select how much honey is right for them. Yeah, please don't hold the jar out. Yes. To... <laughs> it's a dog, not a hibernating bear. <laughs> so so that's, that's the honey situation. Uh, and if you repeat that, you know, two to three times a day, that's absolutely fine. Okay. Um, so the echinacea question um, is a herb that we use readily ourselves, often when we're talking about coughs and colds. Um, and the, the simple thing is, if you relate it to, uh, so this is truly a herbal medicine. So you can get these readily from your pharmacy, okay? Um, you'll find them readily there. Um, and literally, they usually come with a little dropper um, cap in it so that as you tip it up it just comes out in drops rather than you pouring it out if you don't have one of those you can ask your vet for a syringe so that you can just pull up in a syringe an amount and if you just squeeze the syringe out you'll see drops out of the end and literally i would say about nine drops into drinking water um, for uh you know the dog's daily amount is about right they will drink the amount that they normally drink, and therefore that doses your dog dependent on size quite happily. Right, perfect. Thank you for that. It's always good to have clarification. Okay, so that's, and, and please remember there are other causes of cough, okay? So if you get a soft cough, a bit of a <laughs> sort of type of cough, you know, or you've got um, a particularly sort of, gruff cough that's really stutterous you know <coughs> that sort of cough then please remember to see your vet still because it could be a heart problem with the first one or it could be something like a grass seed getting stuck with the second and they need to be looked at so always i'm not saying don't see your vet i'm trying to allay your fears about what could be a serious disease or not <coughs> um an infectious cough but you know, your vet is there to help you understand these things and give you the appropriate treatment and hopefully avoid the use and overuse and abuse of antibiotics. Brendan, these are super insightful, wise words. Thank you as ever for putting a steer on this. As you say, we've seen lots and lots of questions being raised and I know that you're seeing an enormous amount of um, patients across your practices uh, guys thank you once again to dr brendan for all of his experience and knowledge thank you Rose.